morning. Today's shir in Rambam continues with um, the laws of tzedakah, Hilchas tzedakah. Yesterday was Perik Zion. The last Perik of yesterday was Perik Zion, Hilchas Mat Nisanim, where the Rambam introduces mitzvah saseh litain tzedakah laniim. There's a mitzvah saseh, a positive mitzvah to give tzedakah to poor people today. In uh, he concludes, just a comment that I want to share, which I'm not sure how correct it is. Um, perhaps the Lumdim in who are listening to this year can comment. I believe the Rambam is the first person to codify all halachas in the Tzedah. Um After the Rambam came the tour, uh, the Shulchan Aruch, etc., and other Rishonim, the Chinuch, of course, various people who codified the rush, but the Rambam was one of the first, was the first, one of the first. You would think that tzedakah is more of an emotional mitzvah. And indeed, in many places in Rambam, the Rambam talks about the chiv of not uh, letting poor people or widows, etc. It's interesting that the Rambam treats the mitzvah of tzedakah in an, in, in an intellectual way, not in an emotional way. In other words, he doesn't, he doesn't feed on our emotions. He takes it very serious. Indeed, I heard from an Adam Gadol that most people think, I heard this many years ago, and it's very correct. Most people think that by not learning Hilchas Tzedakah, they will cause themselves, by learning Hilchas Tzedakah, they will cause themselves to be more lenient in, uh, in Tzedakah. They'll be more giving, you know. So, but the opposite is true. When one learns the laws of tzedakah, one realizes how serious it is. Today we're going to touch upon halacha in a, in a halachic aspect of something very relevant in the laws of tzedakah. Um, and we'll start with the Gemara, and then we'll get to the Shittas Rambam because there's, there's many Shittas, many opinions in the Rishonim on how to understand the halacha. And of course, the Rambam is unique. Interestingly enough, the, of course, the Shulchan Aruch is like the Rambam, as we will see in a minute. So the Gemara in Rosh Hashanah brings down on Davava Medalev, there's a Brisa that talks about a person has an obligation to fulfill his nether. Interestingly, our shiurim the last few weeks have been focusing on kind of the same subjects, even though it's been in different laws, So the Gemara says as follows in Davava Medbeis, Taner Rabbanon, Moitza Whatever comes out of your mouth, zumitzasaseh. Tishmer, zumitzasleisaseh. Beficha, zutztaka. Amir Rava. Rava says, so in other words, meitzasasaseh is a positive mitzvah, etc. Amir Rava says, Rava, utztaka mechayev aleh la'alpe. When a person obligates himself, makes an, uh, to give charity, he has, a, he has an obligation to give it immediately. Uh, meaning he violates a prohibition if he doesn't. My timer. What's the reason? Says the Gemara. The, the, the there are poor people waiting for the for the uh, tzedakah that you that you decided or that you promised to give. So the Gemara asks, Pshita, this is uh, this is for sure. If a person obligates himself to give tzedakah and there's a poor, a poor person uh, waiting, of course you have to give it. So the Gemara answer is very interesting. we would think, when it comes to a sacrifice, when it comes to karbonus, the same thing, a person obligates himself to give a karbon. Ksiva, ad avli, Allah shalosh karbonus. person only violates the uh, the prohibition of 
Loisa Acher, Lashalme Balka Acher, not to be delayed only after he, uh, three three of them taivim. So Kalmash Malon, that's not, it's different. The carbon, you have actually three, three, uh, three Yavim Taivim, uh, roughly a year and a half. There's a big Maslaikis we'll see in a second. Um, to bring your carbon, but it's Taka, says the Gemara, that Rav says you have to do it right away. Um, interestingly, the Gemara, the, there's, a, <clears throat> there's another Gemara, there's a stira, there's a, a contradiction. The Rishonim asked seemingly in, in that um, the Gemara asks that there's a, a, uh, a contradiction between another Gemara, that the Gemara, uh, Gemara two datum earlier seems to say, uh, seems to say differently. And, um, you know, the Gemara tries to, to explain, the, 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 the Rishonim try to explain what the difference is. So what does this mean? Give me one second. <clears throat> so in other words, the, um, the, the Gemara, we just, we just explained the Gemara in Dabav on the base, excuse me, how there's an obligation to give it right away. Two, two, two pages before that on Davdalid Amid Beis in in um, in, uh, in Rosh Hashanah, the Gemara says clearly what seems to be a contradictory statement. A person is obligated to give tzedakah as the minute or as it goes away goes over goes by three Yomim Toivim, he violates. So this is a clear contradiction between the Gemara and Vav Amibes and the Gemara and Dalet Amibes. Vav Amibes, it says, Tzedakah Mechai Velele Alter, he is obligated himself right away. And the Gemara and Dalet Amibes says, yeah, only when, it's, when it passes three Yomim Toivim. So there's many, many Rishayinim uh, who try to, um, <clears throat> to answer and to... Um, avoid the conflict between these two Gemars. We'll, we're not going to go into each of them. Time doesn't permit. We'll just say the few relevant uh, ones and a few ones that are easy or more palatable. Taisus on the Abdalit Amidalis answers simply. He says there's a difference between Kaimi Aniyim, when, when there's Aniyim, that, that, right, that ob, uh, uh, obligates a person to do it right away. And when there's no late time on the end, when there's no uh, when there's no uh, poor people, there's no poor people, so you don't have to give it right away. There's no poor people, but if the, the Torah says that if three holidays, three regalim went by, and you, you by that time you should have found an oni to give, you should have found somebody to give your tzedakah to, and if you didn't, you're violating. So Tesis answers the very balabatisha answer the difference between whether there are poor people, aren't poor people, etc. The Rajba gets a little technical. We're not going to spend time on it. The Rajba says that there's a difference between a violation of a law and a violation of an assay. We'll leave that for some other time when we have more time. The Ran answers something very interesting, and that's a little bit more getting closer to this year today, to the Rambam. The Rambam, the Ran says something very interesting. When the Gemara says in Davdalud Amit Beis, that a person has to give uh, a person is um, uh, uh, donates or makes a vow to give something to charity, and he only violates the law, the prohibition of not to be late, only after three holidays, three amitayim. And let me just mention something very interesting. Machlekes the Gemara talks about how you calculate the um, 
the three holidays. Some piece, some one one opinion in the Mishnah says that it always starts from Pesach. So let's say you you uh, you donate, you make the vow on Shavu, before Shavuos, the three holidays start only next Pesach. So you have five holidays. Another. Uh, opinion says any three the first three holidays so it's it's an interesting machlekes in and of itself but the the ron says when the when the, the gemara and davdalit says a person is only obligated only violates the prohibition of not to be late only when that tzedakah when that charity is connected to something in the base of english since since we know that the violation of three Three holidays is connected to Karbanis, and Karbanis are sacrifices only in the base of Mikdash. So, too, says the Ran, what the Gemara really means when it says that on, on Siddhaka you violate Balta Acher after three holidays, a Siddhaka, a type of charity that is connected to the base of Mikdash, whether it's Bete Babayis, the base of Mikdash, or some other uh, d- donation, but not, not, a regular, not a regular charity. And therefore, it's not, it does make a difference. We're not talking about kaimyanim, lay kaimyanim, the type of charity that you donated to. And, and um, actually, this is, this is how the Rambam, this is how the Rambam also, also seems to, uh, also seems to learn. <clears throat> the Rambam, in other words, the Rambam says clearly, the Rambam says clearly in uh, in uh, in Matnas Aniim, which is in this week's in in, in today's shir, Perik Perik Shmini Alaf Alaf, Hatstaka Harehi Bechlal Hanadarim, Hatstaka is included in in Neder. In other words, in other words, Sedaka says the Rambam is not he's not he's not unique in this. Sedaka says the Rambam is not merely a a positive mitzvah. There is a positive mitzvah to give a certain amount of Sedaka a year, and if you don't give that amount, you violate the mitzvah. of uh, of giving tzedakah, etc., etc., but tzedakah in general is included in the realm of vows of nedarim. So therefore, says the Rambam, first he says, "I'm going to give ten dollars to tzedakah." This ten dollars is going to tzedakah. A person has an obligation to give it right away to anim. And if he if he if he's late, he violates the prohibition of not to be not to delay, not to tarry in giving tzedakah. Because the person has the money, he has this ten dollars. Unfortunately, we live in a society that there are poor people. There's no such thing that there aren't poor people. Uh, however, if there aren't poor people, he puts it away, he puts it in a pushka, he puts it on, on his account until he has a niyam. If a person made a condition, I'm not going to, I'm giving this, I'm making an edit to give $10 in stock, $1,000 in stock, but I will give it only when, when I find a ani. He doesn't have to, um, he doesn't have to put it on the side. And the commentaries we'll see in a minute have an additional an, an additional um, uh, caveat in additional hacker. So in the few seconds that we remain in this, so ba- basically we have many shittas on how to resolve the uh, the issue. The Rambam seems to indicate from other places that when it comes to other types of midarim in, 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 in that we could call tzedakah, as it relates to the Beis Hamikdash, that is when he has three months, uh, three three uh, three holidays. But when it comes to a regular 
tzedakah that it relate that is given to a poor person to buy food or to heat for his house, etc., that he has to give miyad. So this is like the Iran, and this is how we can answer the two Gemaras. The one Gemara in Bavavah Medez that says he has three Rugalim, and one Gemara that says Miyad. It's two different types of uh, vows to charity, a charity that's connected to the Beis Migdash. Some people say in today's day and age, the show, the synagogue is also uh, uh, is similar to this because it's a, it's a Migdash Ma'at. And then when it comes to a poor person, to charity that he gives to a poor person, he has to do it right away. So um, the uh, the Ureim, the Ureim, which is a, a, a very important, uh, and, and by the way, let me just conclude that the Halacha, the Shulchan Aruch in, in Yeridei, Hilcha Siddaka, Simen Reish Nun Zayin, Paskins like the Rambam in the Ran, then a person obligates himself to give Siddaka and he doesn't give, he has, he violates, he is immediately violating the lava about the only by Kabanas does he have the option of waiting three months and um uh the the uh the, the Ramah wants to add a little bit the, the Ramah wants to say that that uh the the if a person obligates himself to give tzedakah to the to the synagogue to the basic process only the only time when he is violating his obligation is if the gabai uh, comes and asks him for the money. The Gabe says, listen, you you don't you made a, a vow last week, Shabbos, to give a thousand dollars. We really need the money, please give it. And he doesn't give it, that's when he violates. But he doesn't he himself doesn't have to run and give it. And when the Mafarshim explained that if the 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 um the Gabe doesn't know, he has to tell him and leave it up to the Gabe. <clears throat> okay, so so um I just want to share with you a cute, uh, a cute point brought down uh, in a in a very very lumdish safer, a very um, a very uh, an un unexpected source for a story. The safer that uh, is called Dvar Avram. The author of the safer was Harav Avram Duber Kana Shapiro. It's a highly lumdish safer. Um, those of us that are familiar Baruch Hashem with Lukadisiches are familiar with the Dvar Avram from a few places. One of the places that uh, sticks out in memory is regarding Tzvetseka, Svir Saimer, the Rebbe brings down the Dvar Avram. It's a Chosh of Sefer, it's a very strong Lomdish Sefer. Um, and uh, he brings down a, a interesting story that you wouldn't expect in, the, in a Sefer of the caliber of Dvar Avram. The Dvar Avram, he brings down it's actually in Chelik Beis, Simon Beis, in the in a footnote. He says a Shmua that he heard from the Chafetz Chaim, and he writes over there. Of course, uh, this he was a contemporary of the Chafetz Chaim. He writes that he, I, he he wants to mention something that he heard in the name of Rabbi Yisrael Meir Akayin. and he writes that um, that if somebody has a guest at his house Friday night and he brings home a poor person in those days even before the war not so long ago 1930 in the 30s and the 20s a poor person was hungry he didn't the good chance he didn't eat anything that day so he's an oni and he's he he needs today we have people we have guests friday night that uh, they're not any and they we want to bring them closer to taylor mitzvahs 
but there are people that Nebuch that uh, even today that need to eat. Says the so he said the Dvar Ram writes that he heard a story in the name of the Chafetz Chaim that when a person brings some a poor person home to eat Friday night, he shouldn't say Shalom Aleichem or Eishes Chayil or Zmiris. He should go straight to Kiddush and straight to give him food. Why? Because of this Rambam that if, when a person brings brings a ani when a person brings somebody to his house, it's it's almost like a neder tzitzaka, and a neder tzitzaka you have to do it miyad. A miyad means miyad. Miyad means immediately, and and uh, the the uh, Avram writes, no, it's a ha'orim niflo. It's a it's a wonderful comment. He says, but we we don't see that anybody is careful in this. We don't see that when a person brings a poor person to his house Friday night. He skips the Shalom Aleichem, he skips the Eishas Chayil, he skips praising his wife, and he goes straight to the Gefilte fish. So he answers a little bit like this. So he answers, which is kind of obvious, I would say. It's a umdana de muchach. It's, it's, it's a given, it's, it's a given that if a person brings an ani for a Siddha Shabbos, so what's the, what, what's the gather? The gather is that he, the ani, the poor person, will eat when he eats. And, and so therefore, there's another halacha. If the, if the Chafetz Chaim is using halachas to, to decide when, when the time for eating is, he'll use another halacha. The, Gemara, the, the Rambam says, and the Gemara says, man If somebody says, I'm, gonna, I, I'm, giving, I'm gonna give money to Tzitzaka, but I'm gonna give it in six months. I'm gonna give it right before tax season, whatever it is, I'm gonna give it, so that's fine. That if he's keveyaz man because he's not Abraham Baltacha. So the same way, when a person says the Dvar Avram, when a person brings an oni to his house, it's he's he's basically relying on the fact that everybody knows he's saying Shalom Aleichem, and you sing, and and you you take achanis, and you wash the cup, and and you bench the children, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So it's not something that he he uh, he violates. And and uh, another another. Um, um, another reason that uh, another another reason he says also because everybody everybody understands that uh, that the ani also accepted upon himself and the the uh, another reason is because the only time there is a, a, a shita even in this Rambam that we're learning today that the only time you violate the the violation of miyad is if you say it if you say it clearly you're noida the Rambam the lashon of the Rambam is so when a person invites an ani, he just he doesn't sell them. He doesn't tell the ani, "I accept upon myself to give you food." He says, "Come to my house. Come to my house." Doesn't you know? Come, come join me for the suda. So he he's not saying it clearly. The Dvaravram, I I I believe that Dvaravram writes it over there to you know to to be matzik the 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 people that don't do it or that don't follow the 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 Chavetz Another issue that would be nice to talk about if we had more time was the um, again based on this Rambam and uh, uh, amazingly the Shulchan Aruch paskins like this that a person is obligated to give miyad. Today there's a big a big concept especially in the United States about foundations where a person donates money to a charity to his own charity and creates a foundation and there has to be a certain minimum amount of money staying in the account or staying in the foundation in order to be to be considered a foundation for tax purposes and and he's only allowed to give charity from the foundation 
a certain percentage of the foundation. So the question that Paiskum were asked is how does this jive or how do we reconcile this with the Chiv to give Miyad? Of course, Chaim Yanim, there are many people, poor people, and, um, and, they, and they, they resolve it in many ways, some of which we've mentioned before. It's kind of like Kevezma. Have a nice day, Zaydizah.